Hi, my name is Charlie, and I still play with cars. In this episode, Unloved Cars. Um, I seem to have uh, somewhat of an attraction to cars that nobody else seems to like, and it's a little frustrating. <laughs> so, one of my first cars was a 1982 Toyota Celica GT, and um, it's a great car, and... Uh, I like it very much. I liked it so much, in fact, that I bought an 84 Celica GT uh, when I could <clears throat> after that car had met its demise. The problem with the Celica is it's, uh, well, it's somewhat unloved. Uh, if you ask people what the greatest mid-80s Toyota sports car is, chances are they're going to tell you it's a Corolla a86. And, uh, well, the AE86 is good, uh, the Celica was also good. <laughs> um, the, uh, 82 through 85 Celica was kind of built as a homologation car for rally racing. So it's got really great weight balance. Um, it's magic in gravel. Uh, just, I haven't driven anything that is even close to comparable. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. It's just a really great car. But, as I said, a little unloved, so it's extremely difficult to get parts for. There's a couple places that, that you can get parts, but few and far between. And, like, uh, say if it was a mid-80s Camaro, I could get uh, fenders and like quarter panels and suspension parts and whatever else I could possibly need to to make the car perfect. Uh, that's not so much the case with the Celica. I mean, I can get a few trim pieces here and there and like mirrors if they're still available, but nothing else really. And uh, it's frustrating because... Uh, well, being a mid-80s Japanese car, they tend to rust out of sight. Um, but there's no reproduction panels available. So, like, there is some rust on my 84. And uh, I'd like to make it go away. But it'll mean having to make new panels. So, yeah, that's a thing. One of the other unloved cars that I had, um, I had a 76 Oldsmobile Toronado, and uh, if it was a 76 Cadillac Eldorado, which is about 85% the same car, uh, I would have been able to get parts for it, uh, body panels and all kinds of other stuff, but being that it was an Oldsmobile, there was nothing available. No fenders, no uh, fender extensions, 
uh, headlight bezels, nothing. All of which is available for the Eldorado. And honestly, I think the um, Toronado is a better, more interesting car. Uh, the 76 Toronado uh, was the first, well, um, when was that option available? It might have been early 70s. But the Toronado was one of the first vehicles ever available with airbags. And they actually had a big giant air canister under the hood, or uh, under the dashboard. And in an accident, it would force the air into a bag that was in the steering wheel uh, to protect the driver. So, you know, that's pretty cool. And it had, um, obviously it had AC and power, power brakes and power windows and power seats and uh, tilt and telescopic steering wheel. Uh, all of which the Cadillac had as well. Um, the Toronado also had uh, a headlight sentinel. Uh, so when you stop the car and turn it off, the headlights would stay on for a certain amount of time uh, before shutting off so that you could, I don't know, walk to your front door or whatever with light on you, which is cool. But I don't get why that car had no aftermarket support. There was nothing uh, other than stripping other cars for parts. There was no way to get parts for that car. And it's frustrating because, like I said, I honestly think that car is better than the Eldorado. Uh, it was a better shape and I don't know. I like the 455. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Unloved. And then there's other cars that are seemingly unloved by the aftermarket, but have a huge following uh, as far as people that like them go. Uh, things like uh, turbo dodges. So, um, through the mid to late 80s, oh, well, I guess early 80s, all of the 80s. <laughs> so, uh, Chrysler made front-wheel drive turbocharged cars. Things like the Omni GLHS, uh, the um, front-wheel drive chargers, the Shelby chargers, um, which you could get in GLHS form as well. Uh, the turbo vans, uh, things like my LeBaron Project Sunburn, which is a 89 LeBaron uh, GTC T2. Uh, yeah, all kinds of very, very quick front-wheel drive cars. And uh, there's no love for them in the aftermarket. You cannot buy parts for those cars. They just don't exist through Chrysler or anybody which is super frustrating for a lot of people. There are huge Facebook groups and um, online forums and everything for front-wheel drive Mopars and crickets from the aftermarket. I think if I had the uh, ability to do so, I would buy the molds and start stamping out uh, 
sheet metal for these cards again. Um, my girlfriend has an 87 uh, Shelby Charger, of which they made a thousand. But it needs floor pans and it needs a bunch of other work, but you can't get them. <clears throat> that stuff just doesn't exist. And there are other people online that I talk to regularly that are that are in the same boat. They have a car that's otherwise salvageable but has a little bit of rust, but they can't get the panels to fix it. So, yeah, frustrating. <laughs> and, like, engine parts. And there are a few places that you can get uh, engine parts and performance parts for them. But nothing really, uh, as far as suspension or, or bodywork goes. Uh, interior trim is the same. You can't get anything for it. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, the same even goes for um, the later Dodge trucks. I mean, now, um, now um, LMC truck, you can get... Um, parts for the 80s Dodge trucks, but uh, still not not like you can for the Fords and the Chevys. And it's annoying, you know? Uh, if I had a Chevy pickup, I could get full 8-foot quarter panels for, or 8-foot eight bo eight box sides. And for the Dodge, I can only get little patch panels, the ones that go over the wheel well and I get maybe that the dodges aren't as popular but I mean we're still out there as enthusiasts so you know <laughs> we'd like some stuff too please like if I was a Ford and I wanted uh, Altezza style taillights I've got a Ten different versions to choose from, you know. For the Dodge, uh, we can get stock tail lights, maybe, if we're lucky. <sighs> yeah, frustrating. But uh, <laughs> uh, tell me if you have uh, have a car that's unloved that uh, is hard to find parts for, that maybe has a cult following that you think the aftermarket should be providing parts for. Uh, you can let me know all of those things by getting in, in touch with me at the Still Plays With Cars podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.